Ready? Today, I'm joined by Courtney, Courtney Landon from Living Healthy Happy. Exactly. Yay! Um, so instead of me explaining what it is that you do and your origin stories of how you came to be in Sweden, um, I'm going to let you do it. So what's your, what's the background? How mm. come you, what's the how origin story? How much time story? do we have? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will give you the shortest version that I can. Um, okay, I used to be an athlete. I competed in the sport of luge. And okay, what, so tell us what luge, luge is again. Just I know what it is, but right. just in case. Luge is a winter sport. So if you know what bobsled is, where they have like the four guys in the sled and they go yeah, down the, yeah. the same, you know, the track and the, on the ice. Well, we go down the same track, but I would go down on my back alone with no protection like around me. Like those guys oh, are kind of weak, like on you know, like killer. You know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, just joking. But um, no, we, we would lay down and, or I would lay down and just go down on the sled feet first. So luge is the nice. fastest sport on ice. Basically on a tin tray. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, more than that. But yeah, it was, it was basically professional sledding. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> That's such a good sport to play yeah, in. When, it was fun. It's really it cool. Um, and so you're, you, you're not just an athlete, but you're an Olympian athlete. Correct. Yep. I competed in uh, 2002, which was in Salt Lake, and mm -hmm. I competed in 2006, which is in Torino, Italy. That's so cool. Yep. yep. It, was, it was a fun career, that's uh, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But mega amounts of dedication and yeah. back-breaking work in terms of Literally, staying. yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, a lot of injuries along the way. Yeah. It was, you know, you, that was everything that I did. You know, I, I went mm. to school, um, but mostly my focus was mm. my sport. And how many hours a day were you training? Oh, geez. It would depend on the season. In the summertime, which was our off time, we would train a good six hours a day. Yeah. You know, between, you know, rest, recovery, training, and good nutrition, yeah. eating, all that kinds of yeah. stuff. Uh, and then wintertime, I mean, we would have it could be up to 12 hours, you know, maybe not we're like, we're like really, really training, but we were at the track, we were studying mm. lines, we were mm. studying, you know, other people's training and everything like that. So it was, they were long days. Intense. Mm. And plus mm. that, plus school. Poof. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. how come, so yeah, how come Sweden happened? Why Sweden? Well... So the Sweden team, which was literally two guys, would travel with the U.S. team. And so uh, my teammate ended up starting to date one of the Swedish guys, and they ended up getting married, you know, about 10 years later. So they stayed together, and um, at their wedding, I met my now husband. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So that's how Sweden came about. Yeah. Yep. Got so you. through mu mutual friends. Yep. I didn't realize that your husband was Swedish. Yep. Okay. Yep. So he said... Come to Sweden, it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I know the truth on this gray, rainy, I rainy know, day. I know, it's like the worst <laughs> day, isn't it? The worst of Sweden today. But like I've, uh, five years later, I've accepted that just this is the weather here. You know, it's like if we get good days, we get good days, you know. But, you know, this this whole thing of like the warmth is coming and the sun is coming is just false hope honestly yeah yeah, yeah. You, you just have to embrace it really don't yep. you and that's the yep. thing i think that's the that's the, the the kind of the general mindset that i'm in at the moment is you know i've been here for two and a half almost three years now and this is my third winter mm. we're going into um and it's the but it's the first winter where i've been like okay 
let's just embrace it. Let's just, yeah. you know, instead of having like, instead it'll of, be what it'll be. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. And, you know, instead of kind of dreading it and getting super anxious about it and, you know, kind of maybe falling into that sad trap, you know, seasonal right. affective disorder trap. I'm trying Dark to just, yeah, it. I'm trying mm-hmm. to just see past it. And I don't know, it's probably a coping. There's probably some really unhealthy psychological coping <laughs> mechanism involved in there or something, but it's just, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of like, okay, you know, there, there really is no point in being yeah, about the bush basically you've yeah. just got to get on with it and yeah it almost makes you a little bit more depressed when you're wanting it to be different and it's not going to yeah, be there's nothing yeah. you can do exactly just, exactly and, and a lot yeah. of the and, and a lot of the research that i've done about culture shock it basically falls down to exactly that you know mm-hmm. if you don't kind of go I'm going to accept this. And if you constantly look back on what things could have been like or compare, Mm -hmm. or if you're kind of, you know, you're not present in your, you know, mindset and Mm. you're, you're thinking about how things should be game over. You know, you're, you're done. You're absolutely done. You're falling way into that trap of, Mm -hmm. you know, culture shock and homesickness and so on. I wish I would have known way more about culture shock before I moved. I mean, I was used to traveling around Europe a lot. I was, I had moved two years before Mm, mm, um, mm. I moved to Sweden. So Mm. I was like, okay, you know, I could, you know, kind of understand the process of it. But yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. Like I had the most horrific homesickness experience when Mm. I was living. I lived in Canada for a year. Um, I was only 18 at the time. And it was it was the first time that I had really lived away from home for a a, you know in a different country you mm. know that kind of thing um and i the first six months of my enti- of my experience in canada was just ab- i mean the, yeah. the worst form of culture shock and it was the same sickness. language i mean that's exactly. the thing you're like wait what's why <laughs> exactly is so yeah. I, and i just wish someone had said to me then mm. you're yeah. going through culture shock it's right. gonna be fine it's I gonna mean, be you always okay. heard about the term but then when i lo- like looked it up when i was going through it i was like oh there i'm at this stage exactly yeah because i'd actually moved because i'd been traveling back and forth for five years my husband and i had been you know long distance relationship for five years and so you know i i'd been used to sweden you know i'd been coming here and you know whatever but you know it was always short trips two Mm -hmm. weeks at a time three Mm -hmm. weeks at a time so basically felt like you're on holiday yeah you know and Mm -hmm. i i'd understood that and then when i moved here i was like okay i'm not I'm I'm in the second phase of everything. So it was kind of like that down period where it was like, okay, all the fun stuff had been done already. Yeah. And now it was just going straight into, hi, welcome. And now live your life. Yeah. You know, I was like, okay. You gotta <laughs> just do do? start your life again <laughs> yeah. with a different language. Yeah. And hey, if you're country. 33 and you basically have done nothing here. So start again, you know? So I was like, oh my gosh. Go okay. on. I totally, totally yeah. agree with that. Oh. And speaking of... Being 33, landing in a new country with a foreign language, mm. never having worked in Sweden before, how did that How did that journey start to where you oh, are now, yeah. which is a business owner, mm-hmm. a successful business owner with multiple strings to her bow? What's that? Wow, yeah. It was, a, it was quite a journey because when I had first gotten here, I, I started learning Swedish. I started looking for jobs and I just kept, kept getting hit by like, whoa, you don't know Swedish. I had this, mm-hmm. or I have a great resume. I mean, I, you know, I, I had everything. I was building everything up in the States to have a great resume, get a great job, you know, and then you come here and it's like, that basically doesn't mean anything because you don't know Swedish, you know. Mm-hmm. Even if I spoke mm-hmm. English as my mother tongue, it didn't mm-hmm. matter. So mm-hmm. I kept coming into that roadblock and I had had like a, a practique or like an internship, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. at, a, at a company. 
Um, and that was, you know, that was okay. Um, it wasn't really what I wanted to be doing, but, you mm. know, I figured, mm. okay, I just mm. got to put the time in again, you know, to yeah. make a, you know, yeah. get the ranks up. Um, but along the, along the way, early on in this journey, um, six months in, I found out we were pregnant. No. You know, like, hey, hey. you just moved. Surprise. <laughs> now you're going to have a baby. <laughs> it was like, okay, it wasn't planned. Um, and, you know, it was fine. It was exciting. Yeah. It just, it kind of happened. I don't want to say at the wrong time because, you know, it just, it, yeah. it was what it was. And Is lots, it ever the right time? Is exactly. it ever the right ever time? The right time. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, that's, we were like, oh my gosh, you know, mm. shock. We were, I was still adjusting. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like, yeah. I don't have a career and what I'm going to do, I'm going to be, you know, a mom and trying to figure that out and still not have a job. And yeah. everything was just very, very uncertain. And I was, I was stressed over it, like really stressed. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I was also stupidly finishing my master's thinking, oh, my baby will sleep all the time and I'll be able to finish that, at, <laughs> you know, when she's sharpened down. Yeah, exactly right. And everything kind of backfired. So... What happened was my, my daughter was born and she never slept, like literally never slept. And I know that's not why we're here today, but nope. this is good, kind of like how tie-in. my business started because yeah. um, I always knew I was going to go into health mm-hmm. and my husband um, and I own a gym. So we mm-hmm. were like, okay, you know, we're just going to go in the health direction, small business. That's mm-hmm. what we wanted mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of already in the, in the making. Um, and then we had our daughter and she didn't sleep, like literally never slept for th- more than 30 minutes. And like, then it was always screaming. And so, you know, the beginning people were like, oh, babies, babies cry, babies cry. And I'm like, not like this, you know, like mm. really not like this. Mm. So, mm. so that turned into, you know, depression and anxiety and mm. everything like that. And, yeah. you know, and then in the middle of the winter too, she was oh born in October. So then, you know, it was just, it was one of those situations where it was just, this was not good. So five months into her little life, we find out that she has a milk protein allergy. Yeah. So we didn't really have many signs of it. You know, she was normal other than just really fussy, you know, never wanted to be put down. It just, just cranky, you know, yeah, and yeah. like, you just don't think of that as yeah. being a symptom. No. She really didn't have anything else. Um, and so finding that out was just like, whoa, big eye opener. Mm. But then we still had the whole sleep thing. I mean, literally I, I was suffering severe sleep deprivation and going crazy. Um, so that made me start studying sleep and figuring out how to help her, mm. which then turned into going to an education back in the States to become a sleep consultant. Wow. So t- I kind of tied all that into like um, personal training, mm-hmm. nutrition, mm-hmm. and sleep to mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. go back to the basics of health. And mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. basically the foundation of what I do. Yeah. And that's, yeah, exactly. And that mm-hmm. basically are the pillars of living yeah. healthy, happy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. So I asked you to join us today because we've been doing the last few episodes that we've been doing have been about sort of health, winter health in particular yeah. mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, for kids. But also, I think it's really important to acknowledge parents' health. Uh, adult health yeah because it's all kind of intertwined yeah <laughs> um and um so we had uh two weeks two episodes ago we we spoke with dr james who's this um uh pediatrician or you know e, e- mm-hmm. yeah er pediatrician um and then um we just released our podcast about vab because we've just been through one and a half weeks of hell oh my gosh. <laughs> because of VAB and, and and that you know and that brings all sorts of other issues in terms of like you know the work-life balance and trying right. to fit everything in and you know you get sleep deprived and you get stressed and then that mm-hmm. kind of lowers your immune system so you know how can parents 
defend against that? You know, how can we protect ourselves in mm. terms of um, really being at our best um, if we can? And I know that's yeah. a really difficult. I would say, like, my top tips are going back to basics, you know, exercising, even if it's just for 15 minutes mm. or something, you know, like mm. every day, just do something mm. that you're moving um, and you're just, you know, getting the good hormones back into the body. You yeah. know, that's what exercise does, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, then it's eating well. You know, I, you know, holidays come about and we just kind of drop habits. Oh, and I, kid, I mean, I yeah. am, I am mm. the, you, you're, I know that this is really funny because I know we're going to talk about health and, and well-being and so on. And I am the worst advocate for health and well-being. I am just, you know, I'm, I am so incredibly lazy. I'm so incredibly, I never really... Ever since Stella's been born, I do not really think about what I put in my mouth. It just mm-hmm. goes in, <laughs> and then that's it, you know. Yep. And I don't, and I haven't, haven't exercised since we moved to Sweden, and that's two and a half years ago. Wow. Yeah, really, basically. So. Your poor body. Yeah. So <laughs> I know, I know, it's, I know. God, you're gonna be. I couldn't really even imagine. You know? I, mean, I go like a couple days, and I'm like, okay, I need to exercise. Like it's just that's how I just feel so good when I train yeah yeah and I think I I think it's interesting because when I was when we lived in the UK um I was cycling to work every day cycling back and forth and that's eight that was in total 18 kilometers a day Mm -hmm. and when I got pregnant with Stella I was swimming and you know so I was on a really good thing and then we moved to Sweden and for one reason or other that habit just kind of fell by the way yeah I mean life gets busy that's why and also we you know we couldn't like we couldn't really at the time afford a gym membership or and I'm not a good runner and I certainly wasn't going to put baby Stella on the back of a bike and cycle around yeah (laughs) no yeah you know so it was kind of those things really got in the way um but I am beginning to I definitely for the last 12 months have been feeling anxious about yeah looking well, after my body it doesn't have to be hard though i mean that's mm. the thing is that like it doesn't have to be hard you don't have to go to a gym right i own a gym but i'm saying this right you don't have to go to a gym yeah there's so many resources online go go to youtube find just a workout video okay. you know things like that just follow along that um i actually have a a link on my site for 12 minute exercise you know like oh, so cool. a 12 minute workout and it's uh-huh. just to just to do something yeah because your yeah, life does get hectic and it is hard to schedule in oh i want to go to the gym and i want to you know mm. do this but mm. yet oh wait i'm home alone and i can't you know get mm. to the gym mm. or something mm. like that so mm. it doesn't have to be hard it really doesn't okay. you yeah. know and just it's a matter of stop thinking about it you know like oh i should do this i should do this or oh darn i just don't have time just say okay stop and go do it yeah. You know, and it's literally you get stuck in your head and then you spend more time thinking about it and I than guess actually well, doing you, it. You also <laughs> you also fall into that really, you know that really ironic trap of prioritizing everything mm-hmm. else above what actually should be the most important thing, which is your health, yeah. which is your body, which is your, you know, long term health. Yeah. You know? I mean it's really about basics. Training, nutrition, getting good sleep. Mm-hmm. I mean that's really what health like being healthy is Mm -hmm. and you know ironically enough doctors are prescribing training now because people aren't doing it enough yeah you know we're forgetting that like that can be such a preventive preventative (laughs) measure um 
to staying healthy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know it, and it's one of you know. I think everybody does, don't they? Everybody does, but yeah, but we we want an easier fix. I think. I guess you know that's right. That's a lot of my clients. You know, they come in, they they sort of do the work, and they say, "Well, it's not really working," and it's like, "But you have to." You have to put the effort in, you know, to, to you have actually, to keep going. And you have to keep doing it. it yeah. You don't get in shape by going one time and being like, woohoo, that was great. It was like, okay, yeah. great, but <laughs> great, you know, great job, but <laughs> this really have funny. to keep going. <laughs> I have this really funny anecdote. I remember that this is when we were back in university and uh, we, you know, I went to the gym regularly two or three times a week and then one of my friends sort of was like oh yeah um she'd recently put on a little bit of weight and she was like okay i need to do something about this so she came to the gym with me and we went one time we did a 30 minute session and she came out and she was like oh yeah I, th- I think I've already lost some weight and I was like oh babe no it does not work like that I mean, she I'm good genuinely, for six months <laughs> yeah, peace exactly. out yeah. she genuinely thought that that was going to be her fix I was yeah. like oh no it doesn't work yeah. like that well we're but- a culture now of instant gratification exactly. we want to see results right away yeah. and it just unfortunately it doesn't work that way so you have to you know yeah. keep going yeah and slowly but surely it doesn't have to be you know all in right mm-hmm. away just mm-hmm. start slow mm-hmm. you know build mm-hmm. up to it if you need to yeah. i mean it's recommended just 30 minutes you know every couple days just something yeah you know get your heart rate up a little bit yeah just something yeah, yeah. and i mean because i i am not a runner and i think that you know that is such an easy I, I'm, I regret that I don't enjoy running. Like, <laughs> I know that sounds crazy. Everyone's like, well, just do it. It doesn't matter if you don't like it. Just do it. You know, but I, I really hate it. I really hate running. I I don't have the stamina don't for it. Don't do it. That's the thing is if you hate it, don't do it. Yeah. Go, yeah. what do you, in, you know, yeah. what do you enjoy doing? Yeah. Go do that. Yeah. You know, if you, if you like yoga, go do that. Yeah. So if you hate it, don't do it yeah <laughs> you yeah. know like just because everyone else might be doing it or they like it yeah ah, whatever yeah. you know just find something that you like because mm-hmm. if you don't like it you won't mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm. you won't put it in your schedule you know it's you'll find to be excuses not fun. to do it yeah. exactly you'll find the excuses you won't do it yeah so if anything find something you like doing mm-hmm. and then start there oh cool so um speaking of those um little exercises that you were suggesting that you've got on your website what is mm-hmm. your website's link Yes, it is. Well, the the main link is livinghealthyhappy.com. Okay. And then you'll find the exercise or the workout in the blog. And it's just 12-minute workout. Perfect. So really easy to find. I don't know if we can link it yeah, to something. Yeah, yeah. We'll put it, so, we'll put yeah. it into the link. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, really easy okay. to find. And then it's just, you know, you follow along. Um, you know, right now I don't have... I don't have like it up on YouTube or anything like that, which I find the easiest thing yeah, to watch and yeah. do, but at least you can have it in your phone and then just kind of see the pictures and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And it's liter- literally just 12 minutes. Yeah. I mean, you, you have, so you have to, everyone has 12 minutes, yeah. you know, I spent yeah. spend 12 minutes on my telephone in the morning before, right? I leave, you know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. You go through Instagram and you're like, oh gosh, it's 30 minutes later. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I, have to, exactly. I have to get going. Um, and okay, the, the next thing that I think, uh, you know, we, we touched on very slightly was nutrition, mm-hmm. which is so massively important mm-hmm. these days um, because, you know, there is an obesity epidemic going around in the world. Well, I mean, I, I think I read somewhere like there is, you know, there we have this bizarre, this huge food problem where mm-hmm. a third of the world is starving yeah, no, and malnutrition. And, and, and then, like, you know, mm-hmm. two thirds of the world are massively overfed mm-hmm. and just yep. it's disgusting. So, 
How yeah. do we? I mean, what's the? I'm not going to answer you. <laughs> I have to just ask you, what's the answer? What's I mean, the answer? Gonna, you know, but for an individual um, who 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 is interested or who wants to take a little bit of care about their mm. nutrition and um, isn't necessarily into fad diets because that's something no, that really I'm not into fad diets really kind of bothers no. me. Um, um, but just wants to be a bit more aware mm-hmm. of what they're putting in their bodies um especially when they're trying to build their immune system so I mean, yeah kind of well gosh there's so much that can go into this answer how can i put it simple um the first step smaller portions yeah you know we I'm tend to massively eat easily way more than our body even burns and that's a big part of how we start gaining weight yeah. it's just we put too many calories in and we're not burning them off so yeah. you know that's one place to start just do smaller portions it doesn't mean you have to starve yourself Mm. just smaller portions one Mm. you know little bit less you know scoop of something yeah um the other part is i'm a big advocate of you know whole foods Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. eating like true food you know not processed exactly not the processed stuff so you know just cooking chicken or salmon Mm -hmm. having some salad on the side and then some sort of carbohydrate which can be a you know a little bit of a sweet potato or Mm. like Mm. whole wheat pasta Mm. take away all well not you know okay not all but majority of your carbohydrate shouldn't be like white you know like white rice white pasta you know things like that It's just it just fills, you know, our there's stomachs. not really it's any not nutritional really value yeah, there. Exactly. So if there's anything, I mean, that's another thing I have on my site, too. Just, you know, where do you start with whole nutrition? Mm. You know, what are good food choices? Mm. You know, if I say that to someone and they're like, wait, well, what does that even mean? Like, what is a good carbohydrate? You yeah. know, like that kinds of stuff. So I know because I think it's funny, isn't it? We get so many mixed messages these days mm. from different parts, and it's all media driven. <laughs> we're we're adding to it now, yeah. um, but it's all um, it's all kind of media driven about you know what you you know how many this bad fats versus good fats or you know bad carbohydrates versus good carbohydrates and then you've got you know one person saying oh you know i only do fat only diets or i only do right and it's just i I teach people how to eat you know everyone's gonna be a little bit different you know like for example myself i do better if i eat less carbohydrates i know i don't feel great like i just i I almost get like that brain fog if I eat too many yeah, carbs. I, so yeah. I know that about myself, but I know that like another person would feel awful if they didn't have a carbohydrate, mm, you know, mm, that kinds mm, of stuff. So mm. I really teach people like how to structure their plate for them and to be able to do that no matter where they are. Even if you go out to eat, yeah. even if it isn't like the best choice of food, it's like, okay, how do you structure your plate? You yeah. know, eating for life because it isn't a fad, you know, yeah. there you're yeah. always going to have to eat. You can't always stick to that diet or you know the, the, the whatever exactly the like latest thing is so it's really just about you know teaching someone how to mm-hmm. eat mm-hmm. for them mm-hmm. and, and does that maybe work for people who are like vegetarian or yeah, vegan or yeah yeah, yeah totally yeah, yeah. 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 everybody i mean mm-hmm. it just it doesn't matter and i guess maybe that's why it, it can, it's not super cool because it's not a fad you know what i do isn't a fad it's, yeah. it's a way of life and you know, I don't jump on that train of like, oh, what's super cool now? And what can I post on Instagram? Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, yeah, that's great and all, but it's that's not what I do. So maybe I don't <laughs> like get get the most like attention because it's n- no, I'm, but I, you think know, that's, not I think I think I think flashy about it. I think it's kind of part. I think 
I, I do believe that we're going back to that. I think, you know, like society or, or social media or whatever you want to call it, I'm not, you know, whatever part of, you know, our existence you want to look at, I think we are so oversaturated with ideas and concepts and, you know, the latest and such and such and mm -hmm. this fad and that fad that we're, we kind of all see through it now. And actually, I we're much so. more we're much more likely to to be we're not we're much more likely to find something relatable, which is is a little bit more transparent mm -hmm. and you know has a little bit more integrity. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that is basically common sense advice. Yeah. Nowadays, you yeah. Know, we're, it's so easy to get blown away by you know the the latest trend or the the biggest campaign mm -hmm. or manifestation or whatever you know it's like right i i kind of hope we're getting past that as a society i don't it's not really my my thing but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i get tired i'm like what's the trend now i just i just can't keep up what <laughs> it's in our house what's it's cool either. now i just get, okay whatever <laughs> it's, this is in our house it's either peppa pig or telly tubby yeah, i know like, right <laughs> ours is paw patrol right now yeah. it's like i know the theme song to paw patrol wait that's not cool oh oh okay. oops <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> That's what I know. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I think, I, and I, I completely agree with you. I am very much on board with the, the kind of the sensible whole food approach mm -hmm. to eating. Um, but I think you're absolutely right, and, and it's something that I think about all the time about smaller portions. Is that, you know, we, I think even for men. You know, because mm -hmm. they kind of go, oh, there's a female portion, then there's a male portion. I don't even know yeah, if that's Yeah, I mean, yes accurate. and no, because, I mean, men tend to burn more calories. But, you know, we have such, uh, I almost said in Swedish, sitstenlanda, you know, like sitting jobs. We're, yeah, we're, so, yeah. we're sitting all the time. I mean, we're sitting right now yeah, doing Exactly, this. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's like, I know myself, like when I have a week or two where I have like a little bit more to do at my, at my desk mm. and mm. sitting, I actually can feel my body change you know like it starts to put on weight in different places because sitting changes how our bodies react yeah you know it stops putting out certain hormones in our you know stomachs okay. and everything like yeah. that so our bodies aren't going to be as efficient yeah. so that's why sitting is now the new smoking because wow. it's just it's such a bad thing to be doing for wow. our bodies to be sitting for so so for you'd so long. be you'd you'd be big in favor of the sort of standing desks you know that you can the, the raisable desks that you can get in offices yep. that people stand at and work from instead of actually yeah that um or is I, that I think another it's fad? good well no i think it's good to have both so like i actually just bought myself one last weekend where i can sit and stand so mm. i can make it can raise it and then mm. lower it mm. because mm. i'll stand for a little bit and then i'll sit for a little bit because we can also get into bad habits of standing the wrong way yeah putting, you know not enough um, focus on our core, so then our backs start to hurt, so things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's good to have options. Um, the, I love my Fitbit. I love that these fitness trackers, or just like in general, whatever you use, have reminders now. That's yeah. it. If you've been sitting for too long, you know, for a little bit, they'll give you a reminder and says, hey, time to get up, mm. because that's going to be the best way to like get yourself moving again yeah. and not get stuck. It's so easy to get stuck at your desk and be there for two hours, yeah, at least for me. Like, oh, I yeah, I'm just totally Absolutely. involved in a task. And yeah. I just want to get it done or something. Yeah. And it's like two hours later. 
yeah. that is not good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it is yeah. not good. My knees start to hurt and everything. So I love like my little tracker. It just buzzes and I'm like, so you oh, would, right. So you'd recommend and Fitbit to... Or anything. I mean, it doesn't have to be Fitbit. I, I use that. I don't get anything for mentioning this, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I just, I just love... It's okay. The... Invoices in the mail, Fitbit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, like it just such a good way to mm. just get into your health. It shows you how many steps you're taking. Yeah. Um, you know, how well you're sleeping. Yeah. I mean, things like that, that can be so easy. And then you can see like, oh my gosh, I didn't even go through 10,000 steps today. You know, yeah. like, oh my, I don't whoa. even want to think about how you know, few steps like, I do every day. Uh, whoa, so I, I love, I love like fitness trackers. I think they're fantastic and they're so easy. Yeah. They're so easy to use and they're just so easy to give you like a snapshot of what you're actually doing, mm, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's something I'm kind of intrigued and, and t- I mean, I think maybe I need to start being a little bit more active before I get <laughs> No, not at all. See, that's the thing, not at all. Because it might wake you up as yeah. to what's actually happening. Mm. You know, how many calories do you actually burn? You know, yeah. and then and then look at like a portion of something and be like, oh my gosh. I'm eating like... Okay. Two thirds more than I should right, be. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I yeah. mean, that just kind of gives you a like an indication. Okay, mm-hmm. where am I at? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, I think we're losing touch with where our bodies are. Mm-hmm. Really. Mm-hmm. You know. So I, I think it's a it's a great way to just like tune mm-hmm. in and yeah figure and, out. And okay, they where am and I these at? fitness trackers like Fitbit and so on. They also track your sleep, don't they? Oh, love it. Yeah. I think it's so cool. It's so fascinating, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of a nerd. But <laughs> every morning I will look at, okay, how did I sleep? And how many cycles and deep sleep and REM sleep? I mean, it's just, it's so cool. Yeah, it's wow. super cool. Yeah. Because, the, yeah, I think this is the other, the sort of the other third pillar, really, of, of, mm. of, of looking after yourself is sleep. And, and, yeah. and I mean, how to, and, and it's tricky when you have a family. It's really yeah. tricky when you yeah. have a family um, because, you know, you don't know how many night, times a night you're going to have to get up or if you're going to have somebody in bed with you by the time you wake up in the morning mm-hmm. or, you know, but how can we, you know, what what is there, can you give us some tips on how to try and make the most of the sleep that we do get? in terms of hmm. you know it's a tricky one I was asked one time like how do I get better sleep in less time and it doesn't work that way you know we Got have you. to structure it so that you get you know at least seven hours mm-hmm. I mean that's like the minimum yeah. Um, yeah I mean even for example like I'll have I'll know that I'll be able to sleep for eight hours or something mm-hmm. but you know that doesn't include like wake-ups mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just naturally on your own or kids mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so it's it's really important to just to, to actually schedule that in your day mm. and to basically have like a routine before you go to sleep so that you can I know I know I, I, think, I think about that because I think well my kid has a routine yeah. before she goes to bed yeah you know why do I not have a routine? I mean, yeah. I, I'm kind of, I sort of go, oh, God, it's 11 o'clock. All oh, right, yeah, bed. And then right. just go to bed. And my body hasn't kind of gone, you yep. know. And then I end up doing work in bed or, you know, right. awful. Don't, yeah, don't do that. You know, like, I know it's it's kind of common advice now, but turn off phones yeah. an hour before. You know, mm-hmm. do something else. Mm-hmm. Read a book. Yeah. Um, Listen to music. Yeah. You know, the screens are going to, we're going to start hearing this more and more and more. Screens mm-hmm. are like the worst thing you can be looking at before bed because it, it reduces our melatonin, which is our sleep ho- hormone. Yeah. And so if our bodies have to then, we, you know, we get into bed and then they have to go through that process of mm-hmm. shutting down. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're losing 
time there of, mm. of good quality mm. sleep. Mm. So we're just, yeah, um, I mean, I, that sleep's going to become... possibly one of the worst habits that mm-hmm. me and... Like, well, society. Like me and, society. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. Just throw myself in there. Um, that that we are in We're at the moment so is that we we go to bed and <clears throat> we will have not just one screen with us but four mm. because he will have his laptop and his phone and I will have my laptop and my phone. Yep. I just. I mean, <laughs> put it like that. It's sick, isn't it? It's just yeah. really sick. I mean. Yeah, we need time to log off and like just get back in touch with. Mm. Us, and melatonin you know, like is really body. important at mm-hmm. this time of year. That's what I am getting, especially next week. Or actually, no, by the mm. time that you guys That's listen to right. this, the clocks will have gone back. Right. So it's yeah, um, and you know that crucial one hour's difference. It does make a massive difference. Oh, hundred percent. Our bodies work on routines, yeah. okay? And so our bodies get used to putting out certain hormones when we get up, you know, middle of the day, mm. and then as we wind down for sleep, start releasing melatonin. Mm. So even that one hour shift can be like a mini jet lag. Yeah, so it's I was going like, say, it's like jet lag. Yeah, I mean, I remember growing up, it was, um, it was like, ah, sleep's for the week, you know, and things like that. So that was my mentality in the very beginning. And I was like, wait, how is that possible? Because I feel so good when I sleep and, you know, it just, it mm. doesn't work. Um, but yeah, I mean, just that, that little bit extra of mm. sleep can, mm. can make such a huge difference. Mm. And it isn't just in your head. Mm. You know, I know mm. some people are like, oh, it's just in your head. No, it's not. Mm. No, no, no. It is your body's, you know, system mm. that is mm-hmm. working, yeah. you know, and it gets thrown off even with just that one hour. Yeah. You know, traffic yeah. ac- accidents get higher. Um, uh, I can't remember the exact st- statistics right now, but like there's a there higher increase of traffic accidents, um, and just, let's see, hospital visits, I think, like to the ER go yeah, up as well. Yeah. After a time change. Yeah. It's something like crazy. <laughs> you don't think about it and then you're just like. But it makes what? sense. I mean, what? it does make sense. Yeah. If people are kind of less, mm-hmm. they're sleep deprived. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, the brain becomes worse at making risks, uh, judge, um, judging risk. Right. And so on. So, yeah. I mean, luckily we get to fall back and gain an hour this time. But mm. still, I mean. You know, most of us might stay up for that extra hour yeah, thinking, oh, I yeah. get to gain an hour. Or then, the kids might suddenly go, right. yeah, you know, and be that. up at like 5 o'clock <laughs> in the morning instead of 6.30. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I can, I, yeah, I can get that. But I think, um, you know, I, it was interesting what you were saying um, about uh, the sort of minimum hours of sleep. And I, I have been, I'm like, okay, I, I, I pretty much do get between six and seven hours of sleep a night. Mm-hmm. But... I, and and we're we are very fortunate because Stella has always been a fantastic sleeper. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's we are good. so lucky. Uh, we we worked pretty hard on it. I have to admit, I, you know, I'm not going to say it was just right. Her. It didn't just fall into place. No. Right, you did, yeah. But yeah, we did were we, things, we right. the one we, we didn't talk a lot about what was going to happen when Stella was born. But we did both agree that she was going to sleep, and we would work <laughs> damn hard to make sure that she yep. was going to sleep. Um, so we've got all the all the bits and pieces, all the the, the nap and the snoot filled and everything. But anyway, so she's fine. But she has started coming into bed with us in the middle of the night, which is again not a big deal because she just mm-hmm. falls straight back to sleep and that's fine. Yep. But I am continuously. I will always, no matter when I go to sleep. Like last night, both Matthias and I were in bed by ten. Lights were out by half past ten. Um, but yet again, I woke up this morning at six thirty, mm-hmm. exhausted. Mm-hmm. Like I felt as though I could. S- yeah, sleep for. I'll show you what. Th- I'll show you my little Fitbit 
thing for sleep because it's it's super interesting. So recently, um, I just went through kind of a couple, you know, stressful last couple of weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I finally was like, oh, I will get to I will get to sleep now. I'll get to kind of catch up. And now I just have a hard time sleeping. So you see, you can kind of see this where it's like it shows you when I was awake. Oh yeah, when I was like what cycles I was in. Uh-huh. So this can show you like I had eight hours to sleep last night, but yeah. I didn't actually get that because I woke up. You know, our daughter came into bed with us too. You know that we have the same thing. Yeah, and you know she just kind of moves around sometimes. But it's wow. like it shows you. You know, and then it turns out I only slept for six hours and 41 minutes. And I'm like, oh, my God, why? <laughs> you know, but it's things like that where you're like, oh, wow. And it shows you just such an insight onto like, you know, maybe why you woke up or woke up and you didn't feel so yeah. rested. Yeah. So this is this is really, really cool. We're going to start seeing a lot more about sleep in the next couple of years yeah. because it's becoming such an important Because I mean, sleep helps health. you with, I mean, it helps you kind of deep. I mean, essentially it's debugging well, you know the brain, what happens isn't it? If you we know? don't sleep enough, we actually have a toxin that's left in our brain. And that's why we feel groggy. That's why we can mm. wake up with headaches. So if you have I thought it was just because I was enough, drinking too much yeah. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> nope, toxins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So it's it's um it's a toxin that's left in your brain because it doesn't get fully like cleaned Expanded. out at night. So wow. that sleep is cleaning our brains at night. Amazing. Yeah. God. It's it's such an interesting topic, mm-hmm. and I have to do a little bit of like a if anyone's in Sweden and mm-hmm. they have kids who aren't sleeping well, mm-hmm. um, Karolinska Karolinska I can never pronounce this right. Karolinska Institute is doing a study on. Wow. Parents that have kids with sleeping issues. So sleep deprived so parents. So sleep deprived <laughs> parents. And so if someone is interested in being a part of that study, yeah. um, I could send the email to, you know, whoever wants to be a part of that or contact their like stress and definitely yeah, that would be that would be really, really it, interesting. Because I really I mean, interesting. I yeah. think there are many, many, many of us out there who oh, yeah. are in that position. Mm-hmm. And I know that you've had pl- enough experience with that. Um, mm-hmm. But I, um, and I also wanted to say um, uh, that you, your website is full of all of this information. You mm-hmm. can read about more about what we've talked about today, about the, the sort of pillars of, you know, well-being, um, which we'll go over them again. That's um, exercise, mm-hmm. nutrition, and good sleep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So that's that's the yeah. but you can read all about them on Courtney's website, mm-hmm. which is livinghealthyhappy.com. If you are interested in knowing a little bit more about uh, baby sleep, not even baby sleep, toddler sleep, ba- yeah. child sleep, child sleep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you can also find that at Courtney's other website, which is Happy Sleep. No, I always get happysleepingbaby.com. Happysleepingbaby.com. It's linked to living healthy, happy. So if you go onto the sleep page, it actually opens that up. So yeah. that's what I mainly work with. But I work with adults too because it, oh, honestly, giving almost the exact same advice because that's yeah. you know what works for adults works for yeah. kids. Yeah, surprisingly absolutely. enough, you know, it's, it's really not rocket science. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think what we'll do is we're going to be doing in throughout November. We're going to be doing a little um, a more kind of a sort of focus on babies um, because we've got a new baby coming into the little bear broad family which is fun Mm -hmm. ellie's gonna have her baby um so we're gonna be doing um some more podcasts focused on that and we would love to have you to come back to talk about love to talk about baby sleep yeah preventing sleep training exactly yeah preventing it because they're really it's really possible and i know some people think oh what what can you do to you know sleep train and i said well do the prevent best it. thing exactly <laughs> i mean that's uh, prevent it so i mean like of course that's what i do but i'm all about 
just healthy habits. Yeah, you yeah. You know, and it doesn't have to be difficult, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just setting up sleep habits for your child's whole life. It's not just their childhood. You're like, think about their whole life. They will mm. continue with these mm. good Absolutely. habits. Absolutely. So, no. Yeah. We might have to talk about how we stop people coming into bed in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> is that possible? I don't know. It is. It is. <laughs> it depends on your parenting style. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I know. And I never, I, you know, it's funny. I never thought I would be a co-sleeper. Co I, we said it right from the start. We were like, she is not spending time there. She's not getting used to it. But it's just happened. And she's, you know, she's yeah. two and a half now. And it's, she's in her big bed. And, and it's quite nice, actually. Yeah. I, you know, I agree. Our daughter comes in occasionally, you know, like she comes in, she's four now. And she'll just sleep with us. You know, I mean, she just goes through stages. Yeah. And mm. funny story. Um, so the other night she'd come into bed and she started like kicking in the middle of the night. And we're like, Taylor, stop kicking. You know, she's like, or, you know, Sluta, stop, be quiet, be quiet. We're like, no, you stop kicking and we'll be quiet. We're <laughs> <laughs> like, so stop kicking or go back to your bed. And so she's like, be quiet. And she got out of our bed and went back to her bed. <laughs> It's just, the, I mean, oh my gosh, it's just such funniness. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, I mean, that's exactly the same as Stella. Some nights she will just lie perfectly still, and then other nights it's like sleeping with an octopus. Yeah. I mean, it's just, that's, yep. yeah, one of the ways it is. Yep. But, well, anyway, thank you so much for coming and joining us today. Thanks for having me. It was really interesting, and I... I really need to employ some of these like you know it's that stuff you know all of it I'm doing it I'm doing mm. it right now I'm going I really need to I do that it. I really need to <laughs> do it just do it um, but I think I'm going to start with sleep that's the big thing yep. start with sleep and nutrition and then work up towards exercise and Perfect. see how that builds the, gets the immune system all up and running great mm. okay um, well yeah next week we are going to be talking with uh, Lisa Furland and hopefully we're going to be having Ellie Skyping in by phone call um, to talk about all things alternative birth so um, listen in and we will uh, yeah see you soon bye bye <laughs>